0: It's time for the WHP 580 Plant Doctor Show with your host, Dr. Noel Falk. This is the show that brightens your Saturday mornings with garden talk, squirrely conversation, some corny humor, and at times, even some tips for the birds. Be a part of the show by calling Noel with your gardening questions at 540-0580. Now, a Central Pennsylvania tradition, the Plant Doctor, Noel Falk.
2: Well, good Saturday morning. Sunshine today. Well, all of you that enjoy summer and the heat and humidity that comes along with it, I hope you're enjoying the weather. Can't say that I am. But all in all, it uh, is really bright out. Yesterday, again, a bit sticky. Now, I know it rained yesterday. And I live in Dauphin County, southern Dauphin County. And I talked to a friend that lives just a few miles away. I said, Did you get any rain? He said, We got some sprinkles. Yesterday, I got an inch and a half of rain again. I am very, very fortunate because we needed it. And that ties in with something I wanted to say. If you're not getting rain, and we have this 90 degree, 90 degree temps, I wouldn't mow the lawn. Anytime you injure a plant, and that's really what you're doing when you cut the blades o- off, you're opening up the plant and it loses more water. And if they're not getting water from the skies, it can actually decrease, decrease the health of the plant. Also, running mowers over drier lawns is not good. So... You know, even though you want your lawn to look perfectly manicured, if you're having problems with moisture, please don't mow. I didn't mow. I'm waiting till next week, despite the fact that we got an inch and a half of rain yesterday. And also, it's not good for you to be out in the heat. More, let's say, it's not good for your health, and more people have problems in the summer than any other time of the year remember as we always hear stay hydrated and as i look in two weeks down the road it looks like we're in for more hot temperatures now some of you enjoy that i'm not one that says i do however we're going to be getting it so just be careful Want to announce my bat is back. I told you I hadn't seen it for a while. He showed up this week. He's up hanging on my barn, so it's good to have him back again. And you know my day lilies look exceptionally beautiful today. They are this week. You know, they are so full. I just can't believe how great the day lilies are looking, and my Shasta daisies are full of buds and flowers and doing extremely well however my fruit trees don't have much fruit on this year last year and they can be alternate year bearers last year they were just full of fruit this year not so much so all in all I think we had a great spring as I look back summer is getting hot which I didn't or I don't really enjoy I'm ready to take another trip to Norway where it's nice and cool. Uh, But that's just the way it goes. Two weeks ago, a lady called in and said she has no flowers on her blueberries and wanted to know why. She said she was going to be working last weekend, so could I give her the answer today? I did a fair amount of work on this, and there are a couple of things that I want to mention. One, just remember, I don't know what the pH of the soil is, but the preferred pH, soil pH for blueberries, is like uh, four and a half to five and a half, maybe, or five. Very, very low soil pH. They like to be planted in full sun, they like a nice sandy soil. And it recommends that they're fertilized with aluminum sulfate. That's another thing that I found. But that's all I can find on it. The other thing is, remember, it pays to prune every year. So in the fall, you might want to consider pruning as well. Last week, somebody called in and says, Do I need need, uh, a pollinator for my persimmons? Uh, some persimmon trees do not need a pollinator. Others do. So I would say yes. If you're not getting a lot of persimmons, you should get a second persimmon tree. And, of course, we did talk about last week, a gentleman said his maple tree is dying. And a thing that I found was that if you used broadleaf weed killer around that tree, it's possible that the chemical worked its way down in the soil, picked up by the roots of the tree, and is really killing some of the tree. So just be careful whenever you use the uh, lawn weed killers. They can affect woody plants. And I thought something that was interesting, something interesting, I should say, on the doctors ahead of my show They were talking horticulture. And one thing I did want to point out. You all know that dandelions are not a native plant. They were brought in from Eurasia somewhere. And by the way, a lot of our weedy plants and our bad insects were brought in early when settlers came to the United States. Because a lot of times... If they had empty ships to come over and pick up fish and things like that, they would put ballast in the bottom of their boat, rocks and dirt and whatever. And then when they get here, they dump it all out and it have weed seeds in. Uh, It also had lots of insects in the soil. And now they are here with us. And one of the last things I wanted to say today, you know, Art Selby is a good friend of mine and he owns Yesteryear Antiques. And I told you this past winter it was bad. Their roof caved in with 50 inches of snow on part of it. And it's all done, and they're having a reopening. They're they're celebrating their reopening for the full capacity of the store for their annual summer extravaganza. And a lot of you I know go down. It's going to be Saturday and Sunday, July 30th and 31st. Now, what this means is the dealers, like myself, we're going to have big discounts on things. But also, your Antique Center will take another 15% discount off your total purchase when you pay with cash or check, 10% discount when you pay with a debit or credit card. Also, I wanted to say... Check out Bridget's Cafe. Lots of good eating going on down there. And if you don't like the heat, remember this. Get in your air-conditioned car. Go down. Look at antiques. You'll be in 26,000 square feet of air-conditioned space, carpeted floors, food to eat so you can stay cool, and not be hungry, and have a great time looking for antiques. Anyway, the annual summer extravaganza will be Saturday and Sunday, July 30th and 31st. We're happy to have Sam back with us. Louise is in. Do you and Louise come in alternate weekends? Do you know, Sam? Yeah,
3: that's the plan now. We get to switch it up, and he's here two weekends a month, and I'm here two weekends a month.
2: Okay. Anything exciting this past two weekends?
3: Crickets. I've got nothing for you. Nothing. I wish I had sound effects. I should find it.
2: Plenty of crickets, huh? Let me take one call before we take our first break, and it's going to be our buddy Al calling us from Hummelstown. Good morning, Al.
4: Good morning. Those, those day lilies, I don't have a green thumb. I just let them grow and grow and do what they want to do. And I tell you what, I... They're fantastic this year.
2: I agree. I agree. They're really super, and I'm glad have a, you have a green thumb.
4: No, I don't have a green thumb. But I do. I don't do nothing to them. I don't fertilize it. I do nothing whatsoever.
2: I planted mine, and I haven't done anything.
4: Well, you know what I do go down there I do? What? I I do give them hell.
2: That's enough, Al.
4: No, I'm serious. I say no. I don't. I don't want to use the word of that, but I say if you don't grow right, I'm transplanting you. You know what? I guess
2: they listen to me. Jeez, boy, you have a way with plants, don't you?
4: I got a real question for you. Really? Yeah, what's the largest trumpet vine you've ever seen in age?
2: I've seen some huge ones, but I can't tell you.
4: Well, I'll tell you, I'm going to send you a picture of mine. Mine's 120 years old.
2: Is that how old you are?
4: Well, close to it.
2: Well, how how do you know it's that old?
4: Uh, The house was built 120 years ago, and it was planned at the same time.
2: And it's beautiful?
4: Oh, my God. It's it's about six feet round the base.
2: Oh, my gosh.
4: I'm going to send you a picture. Is that right? Good
2: enough. Love to have it, Al.
4: Okay. I I got your address.
2: Keep cool, my friend.
4: Yeah.
2: All right. Thanks for calling, Al. Well,
4: you know, I do did get over that hangover I had last week.
2: You know that? No, I didn't know that.
4: Well, I told you I drank a fifth
2: for the fourth. A fifth for the fourth?
4: I drank a fifth for the fourth. You want to have a happy time? You ought to do that with
2: your wife. <laughs> I'll be quiet, now. All right. We'll see you, pal. Bye bye. <laughs>
5: That's chumbacasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. BTW. void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Earth. Well, we now have an open line if you want to get in on it. And we'll be talking to Jane and Bob next, as well as whomever gets on the line. Our friends at Carrie's Lawn and Garden want you to stop by. Here we are in the middle of summer. Well, if not exactly the middle, near the middle of summer. And they have a lot of equipment they'd like to get rid of, and they have some great sales. But not only that, they say this is a good time. The mowing has slowed down a bit. You're not using the chainsaws, so why not bring in your power equipment to get it fixed and ready for fall? That's right. They have small engine mechanics that can service those, and they'll be as good as new. And that's one thing I like about them you're going to a place where not only can you get the equipment but you have the people that can repair fix it give advice whenever you need it carry's lawn and garden the largest outdoor power equipment dealer in all of central pennsylvania two great locations 61 or 60 641 North Mountain Road in Harrisburg, and 5220 East Trindle Road in Mechanicsburg. And Bob Good says, we've had storms blow through. As my wife and I saw, we saw two trees down yesterday as a result of the storm that came through, and they do emergency work. You just call them at five six four one nine nine five, and they can arrange to come out and help. But remember, they do more than that. They can help if you have uh, woody plants that have insects or diseases. They can get the disease identified or the insect and properly treated. That's correct. And I want to mention this, and whenever possible, use biological means of control. So when it comes to tree and shrub removal tree and shrub pruning, tree stump grinding, cabling, or emergency services. Give our friends at Goods Tree Care a call. Again, their number, 564-1995.
0: Let's get back to the Plant Doctor Show on WHP 580.
2: And we get right to the phones. Let's go to Jane calling from Boiling Springs. Good morning, Jane. Good morning. And how are you? I'm fine. Staying
6: in as much as possible. You bet. Uh, a couple weeks ago, a lady and I called that week, but I was too late. And a lady asked about keeping the birds out of her hanging ferns.
2: Yes. Pine cones. guess that would do it, wouldn't it?
6: Put pine cones in the middle, you know, and it you can still water around them. And they don't like to sit, build a nest on pine cones. Is it very
2: unsightly, though?
6: Well, it depends how big the fern is. That's true. You
2: that's know, true. It's, yeah.
6: If there, if the fern's high enough up, you can, you know, you don't want great big gigantic. No, pine you
2: cones don't. Up, yeah.
6: but but pine cones discourages them from building a nest on.
2: Well, that's a good idea, Jane. Thanks hanging for hanging plants. Yes, so, thank you for calling and sharing that.
6: You're welcome. I was going to call last week, but I was in Lancaster County.
2: Well, you still should have called. You have a cell phone, don't you?
6: Yeah, but uh, the people
2: On, I was Only with, kidding. Only kidding.
6: <laughs> the people I was with, well, we were popping in and out of
2: businesses. I stuff. know. You ladies shop all the time. I can tell you some great <laughs> No, no, no. Things. Hey, What's thanks happening? for calling, Jane. Okay. Bye. We'll see you. Bye-bye ladies do like to shop though I maybe it's my I don't like to shop you know I'm one of these guys if I have to go get something I know what I want I go get it and that's it shop that's fun That's enough. and I do most of my shopping now on Amazon now what I do on Amazon by the way who cares I know but I'm a price I compare prices a lot and There's some really good deals. Hey, by the way, let's go to Bob. Bob's calling us from Harrisburg. Good morning, Bob.
0: Good morning, Dr. Falk. How are you?
2: Fine, and you?
0: Oh, they're a little crispy.
2: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're all a bit crispy.
0: Yep. Um, I'm calling about uh, cutting shrubs of all kinds. Everything's evergreen, so pine, shrubs. Should I wait till like early September? Don't push it too late because then the dry out in the winter. Yeah.
2: No. Okay. Let me let me talk about that. First of all, I want to just say in general, whenever it is extremely hot, this is not only for you but for everybody. It's best not to cut or prune a plant. Wait till the weather is cooler, because any You cut a plant, you're opening up the tissue, and more water is escaping. So if we're not getting the moisture, that's going to have a bad effect on the plants. Now, if you have plants like yews, which continue to grow over the summer, and you want to cut off some of the new growth when it is cool, go ahead and do that. But do not prune back any plants until the fall.
7: So
0: we're by fall, because you know how crazy the weather is. Yeah. Anymore. Uh, late September, wait till o- early October.
2: Any time past, I'd say late September. Go ahead and prune.
0: Okay. And one other thing, just an observation. Yep. Uh, I noticed a week ago we live in the Oberlin area. Yep. Uh, for the first time in over 10 years, we have fireflies.
2: You have fireflies.
0: Yep. I haven't seen them forever, and they're back.
2: Way to go. I, you know, I don't. come to think of it, I haven't seen any this year.
0: We So in past years, though, you have? Yep. Interesting. We didn't have any here
2: oh in my word.
0: 10 years.
2: So they're expanding their range again. That's good.
0: Uh, I think that's a good sign, all things considered.
2: You got that, my friend. Thanks so much for calling and sharing, Bob.
0: Thank you. Thanks for the information. Have a Uh, good day.
2: Thank you. You too. And by the way, I do agree, listening to the doctor show this morning, we have got to curtail our use of so many chemicals. You know, I have not seen very many bees this year. And though, and what. The guy said that there was a guy that called in, I don't know who he was. But that's very true. If we don't have pollinators, it's possible we're not gonna have fruits and even some vegetables in the future. We count on insects to pollinate them. We can live with uh with a um what do I want to say, weeds in the yard. We don't need to use chemicals all the time. And when it comes to fertilizers, buy organic, buy chemical-free fertilizers to use. Um, just in general, you know, our our world is becoming a, even the United States has gone downhill in so many ways over the years. I think of all the riots now and the killings and everything, and we're killing ourselves with chemicals and I shouldn't get on it. That's not my bag. However, uh, let's go to John calling from Elizabethtown. Good morning, John. morning, doctor. How are you, sir?
7: Nice to hear your handsome voice this morning.
2: Listen to this. (laughs) 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 Well, Well, now, seriously, what can I do for you? (laughs)
7: I want to ask you a question about. Uh, uh, we have a fig tree here. We've had it for a number of years. Actually, let's see. The last the last two years, um, the growth has
2: died off after the winter. Yeah. And are we talking re- was- a brown turkey fig?
7: You got me. I'm not.
2: I'm not sure. It's, it's not that. an indoor fig. It's an no, outdoor fig. No, no, fig. Outdoor, fig. Okay, yeah. that's okay. Yep.
7: Yeah. And uh, the last two, maybe three years. I was sick. The one year I can't remember exactly. That year, but anyhow, the winter has killed off the growth, but the root was still alive, and it's yeah put out uh, new growth. Last year was the we had a wet fall. Yep, and that was the most fruit we've ever gotten off. The,
2: wow, off
7: the thing! Was, do you do anything?
2: Amazing. Do you do anything to protect the tree over the winter? For over the winter?
7: Well, oh, well, we used to, but it's gotten so big that uh, it's almost impossible to do it anymore.
4: Uh, and, but so you know, question. you
2: have to to keep that thing really vigorous and alive. They need winter protection. They're okay. not a native plant, and they certainly would die if we had a severe winter. And sometimes the roots will even freeze.
4: I think
7: I think we have put leaves over the root, but as far as protecting
2: the trunk you know, and the stems, nothing.
7: Right, and it's gotten it's gotten so big. I mean, it's up against the house, you know. But, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, but you so are my, getting fruit. My,
7: my original question was going to be, we shouldn't prune that in the fall?
2: Yes, you should.
7: Okay. All the way to the ground? But.
2: No, 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 no. Keep it in the shape of a tree. And and uh, how tall would you say it will be in the fall when you prune it?
8: Well,
7: right now, uh, it's all, basically all new growth. It's between... Mm-hmm. Uh, four to five feet it's about four and a half feet right now
5: lucky land casino
9: asking people what's the weirdest
7: place you've gotten lucky
10: lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office
2: It, it may reach uh, five to six feet by the fall. Okay. What I would do, you can prune it back a little, but if if you can't, if you could get someone to put some stakes in the ground, four stakes, put burlap around it, and then you could even put leaves or crinkle up old newspaper to put inside to try to protect it uh, as much as you can for the winter. I okay. think it would be better off.
7: Very good, very good. I just wanted to comment. We've had a box out for a number of years yeah. for uh, bluebirds, and uh, seen quite a few nests. Uh, I actually have pictures of the one year I just happened to be out on the deck at the time and saw all four fledglings come out of the box. Way to go! Yeah, yeah but the bot the bottom fell out of it two years ago. I built two new ones, and the sparrows have taken over. But this year, my wife, I still—I had saved that box, and my wife sat it on top of one of the new ones that I had built. Yeah. And that's the one the Bluebirds picked this year.
2: Well, let me ask you this. Is the hole you drilled in the new ones the same size as the hole of the old one?
7: I believe it, I believe it is
2: okay that's it. that's important for them, yeah, so, but that is interesting that they picked out the old rather than the new, <laughs> so it oh. just shows you us old guys aren't so bad if they pick out old houses
7: <laughs> real quickly, one year uh these blueback swallows, yeah, with, with the white belly, tree
2: swallows, yeah,
7: yeah, you know, they tried to take over that box. And uh, this is maybe four years ago. Yeah. And uh, I never realized how fierce bluebirds were. Oh, yeah. They eventually drove them out. Oh, yeah.
2: They are. Everybody thinks they're docile, but they're not. They're not. Very interesting. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Hey, thanks so much for calling, John. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Our friends at Century Spouting want you to remember they're active almost all times of the year. Yes, even the winter when they can get out and do their work. They work on the exterior of your home. Now, you don't want new windows and doors, although they do put windows and doors on in the winter because they can install them rather fast. But remember, they have 25 trucks out on the road to serve you, and they are kept busy. So what I want you to do when you figure, hey, let's get new windows and doors for the winter they can do the work this fall. Maybe it's new new siding or a new roof. They can do that, or maybe they can put on a um, uh, a glass enclosure where you can go out and sit and enjoy the uh, beautiful sunshine during the winter. No matter what it is, they can do it for you. You just give them a call. Oh, and by the way, I want to mention gutter helmet. They install that, and I've had that installed. Never have had to clean my gutters since that was installed. Figure out what you want done. Give them a call. They send out a rep. He goes back, figures out a price. They give you a call, and you decide. Great people, great workers. Always cleaning up. I highly recommend Century Spouting one eight hundred two nine two ninety six seventy six. And while you're having that done. Why not have an outdoor living area put in by our friends at Hemlock Landscaping? Yeah, you know, if you want a place to entertain friends, no better place than in the backyard. And they can install something absolutely beautiful to fit your needs. And it'll include a waterfalls or a pond. It can include retaining walls and, of course, all the planting and mulching that is needed. They're fully insured, have been in business since 1977, award-winning designs, Hemlock Landscaping. Fantastic job all the time, and I use them every spring just to clean up my beds and mulch them. What do you do? Give them a call. 652-9535, Hemlock Landscaping, 652-9535.
0: Now, more of the Plant Doctor Show on WHP 580.
2: And I just realized I don't even have the weather here. Maybe I do. I'll look. I mean, what does it matter? You know what it's going to be like. It's going to be in the 80s today. Let me think. I can find this here somewhere. Yeah, here it is. Becoming mostly sunny and turning less humid, a high of 88 tonight. Mostly clear, a low of 65. Hallelujah. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and nice, a high of 85. Monday, mostly sunny, a high of 84. By the way, if I can ask a question on the Plant Doctor Show, and if one of you have an answer, please let me know. I just bought dandelion root to eat. No, I mean dandelion root and little capsules. They say they can they can help with certain things. Have any of you ever taken dandelion root have you sam
3: um the girl who works at the front desk she takes it and i've definitely heard of it and she's given me dandelion root tea before yeah so so
2: she thinks it helps her
3: yeah i she's pretty into like you know the all natural stuff and you know
2: well see there's a good use of dandelions there you go let's go to uh jane calling from carlisle good morning good morning and how are you?
9: I'm good. And good,
2: you know? fine, thanks.
9: Good. Um, we have a flea beetle problem on our potatoes. Yes. And it looks—it's looking pretty bad. There's a lot of beetles on all of the plants. Um, do we just ride it out and leave the potatoes in the ground, or do we need to get them out of there? No,
2: you don't have to get them out okay. of there. However, if you got there's two products, Safer's Insecticidal Soap, or other companies make it now too. Insecticidal Soap can help control them, or any product that has neem in it.
9: Okay, we used um, Captain Jack's Boat Destroyer or something <laughs> like that. I've heard
2: of that, yeah. Yeah,
9: and we've put two applications of that on, and it's not really done a whole lot of good. But my main concern was, do we need to get those potatoes? Nope.
2: Nope. It makes the vegetation look unsightly, but other than that, it's not bad.
9: And it's going to be a problem next year in the garden? Well,
2: not necessarily, but I would do what I could to control it this year, to be honest.
9: Can I get an army of ladybugs next year to go (laughs) in? Do they eat? Yes, they do. Do Okay. And my other question is, I have... I was thinking about this while I was sitting here. We have four huge cherry laurels at the back of our property, and they're probably ten feet tall or more and yeah, six or seven feet wide. Do, do they need pruned or
2: Yes, they we... do in the fall okay. of the year, I'd prune them back.
9: Okay, so they need you need to actually go prune them and not take a
2: yeah, and and I know you have a computer, Google, okay, pruning of them, and it'll tell you what you can do. It's but they can take a licking and keep on ticking.
9: Okay. Yeah, they're very hardy.
2: So. They are. Uh,
9: okay, thank you
2: very much. Well, thank you for the call, Jane. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, let's go to Juniata County and talk with Ronald. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Are How's... you keeping warming up?
2: <sighs> Don't get me started. Okay. Okay. Am I warm enough? Am I warm enough? <laughs> Do you have a question, or are you just harassing me? <laughs> well, part of those. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: uh, I was out in the garden, and I never saw it. And then, well, I saw it twice, uh, but two, di- two different places. I don't know if it's the same one. or not. It looks like a skeleton of a grasshopper, but there's uh, he has wings on it, and I didn't really get a super look at it. Oh, it's about an inch and a half long. It's uh, a little bit uh, colored, different, colored brown. I never saw anything like it before.
2: You say it looks like the skeleton.
1: Of a, gr- a grasshopper. That's as dear as I can describe it. You know, it's shaped them all about an inch and a half long, but it don't have the wings on.
2: It has no wings.
1: Well, it has wings of some kind, but not like a grasshopper, because it flew away.
2: Yeah. Boy, you got me all of a sudden there.
1: I never saw any before like that.
2: Well, I'll tell you what. I'm always a sucker for, <laughs> for writing things down. Let me write this down. Skeleton grasshopper. And I'll remember and I'll check it and see what I can find.
1: That's and, the nearest I can describe, but I'm not sure.
2: I know, I know, I know. If anybody hears this description, call in and let's let Ronald know. But I'll check it out for you next week, my friend.
1: Okay, thanks a lot. Hey,
2: are you staying warm enough?
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: All right, we'll see you. Yeah. Bye bye. Right. Let's go to Joel calling from Mount Holly Springs. Good morning, Joel. Uh, Gil. <laughs> oh, okay.
11: That's okay. Hey, listen, I have a question, Norway way, truth. And I want your best information on it. I have trees that are 60 years old, I just have a couple of them I have spider mites. Okay, and I noticed this infestation going on in the neighborhood. There's a lot of older trees, blue spruce as well. And spider mites, uh, how would you deal with them? How would you hang, tackle the spider mites for the Norway spruce, 60-year-old tree?
2: These are very tall trees, right?
11: Yeah. It's the lower limb cell. It seems to be the lower limbs. Yeah, on the one tree, back of both trees.
2: And they're very important to you, right? What's that, Noel? The trees are very important to you.
11: Noel? Yep. I know what you're going to say, probably. Cut them down and put new ones out there. No,
2: no. What I'm going to say, if these trees are important to you, I would call... Like Good's Tree Care, and have okay. him come out, identify him, and spray to control them. Be- okay,
11: I had a, I had a person come out. Yeah. And I have a quote on it, and that they have a they there's a uh, and I checked it out last night online. I was checking out the MSDS sheet too on it. Yeah. Uh, is Lipitech, Am I saying it right? Don't
2: LCC. know it. Don't know it. Yeah.
11: Okay, what do you think of that as far as injection in the soil?
2: Oh, it's a spray. soil injection. If it's a soil injection, I'm all right with it. I I like to look up what sprays people use, but if they're injecting in the soil, it's a it'll be taken up by the roots and by the plants. And if it doesn't say anything negative online, I'd try it.
11: Okay. What about uh, and you want the concern about a well nearby water?
5: Yeah. Sprays
11: would be okay. You don't think that kind of you know. Okay. Here's another thing. The uh, the uh, spruce bud scale, what correlation is that to the spider mite, or is there, is there none?
2: Don't know of any. Okay. Don't and know of any. And as far
11: as the uh, bud scale, how would you treat that? Just an oil?
2: Probably, yeah. Yeah.
11: You know, some people, if I may, I'm sorry to be rude to you, some people online were suggesting like a peppermint yeah. and an oil, canola oil. Do you need to go anything Further than the stuff you can buy at a grocery store?
2: (laughs) Some people claim that'll work, and maybe it does for them, but I won't sit here and tell you that's the way to go.
11: Okay. Okay. Well, listen, yeah, the trees are important to me. Then,
2: Then you call a professional, and if you want to look anything up on your Google, it in your computer to find out anything. But if you find nothing negative, I'd go ahead and have it done.
11: Okay, what about ten 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 across the board fertilized for this fruit tree?
2: Yeah, but they're awfully they're awfully what? big to need fertilizer.
11: Yeah, so yeah, this is the first time since I've been at my residence that I ever had a treat to trees.
2: Well, so I, I wouldn't I, worry about uh, feeding them. I'd be worried about taking care of insect damage. Okay. That All right, good. my friend. Thank you. We'll see you and thanks for calling, Joe. Bye bye. Well, I guess we better take our last break. We have an open line. And I just made a comment to Sam. We have had so many Jays on here again today. I don't know what it is. That was two weeks ago, wasn't it, that we had so many? Anyway, our friends at Harris TV and Appliance say, want to keep cool? Come on over and watch TV and sit in one of our rockers. And while you're there, why not look at their appliances? You need a washer, dryer, dishwasher, dehumidifier maybe. I have two of them I just got from there. I'll tell you, and those are the best things. If you don't have a dehumidifier and you have a moist area, get them, man. These things are super. Harris Deviant Appliance won't sell you something just to get rid of it. As I keep saying, they help you figure out what it is you want or need and then try to They'll show you their products that can meet those needs, and that's what I like. They're not there to take your money. They'll help you to find products that you need. They have super selection, and as I told you many times as well, they also have great savings as good as the box stores. And other thing that's better than big box stores? They have service personnel that can come out and take care of any problems that might arise. Harris TV and Appliance. Two great locations in Harrisburg and Camp Hill for all your appliance and TV needs. L.B. Smith, Ford Lincoln. I have to admit, right before I came into the show, I called my wife and she was at L.B. getting the oil changed in her car. You can get that done as early during the week as 7.30 in the morning, 8 o'clock on Saturdays. Call, get on the list, take the car in, get it done, and you're out of there in no time. But better yet, go over and look at the savings on a lot of their vehicles right now. They have to get rid of them because they want to bring in the 2017s that are available now. Great selection of new 2016 at fabulous, fabulous savings. One of the largest Ford dealerships you'll find on the East Coast right here in Lemoyne. Become part of the L.B. Smith Ford family or at least check them out. You'll be pleased you did. That's L B Smith Ford Lincoln, eleven hundred Market Street in Lemoyne.
0: Can't get to a phone? Right email here. plant.com HB580 dot com. Now back to null.
2: Phones and I think we have an answer for a question. Rose is calling us from Harrisburg. Good morning.
3: Oh, good morning, Doctor. I'm not sure, but you know what? Could you think it could have been a Dobson fly?
2: That's what I that's the only thing I came up with.
3: Because I saw one for my first time, uh, maybe about two, three years ago, and when I went close, it has those mandibles on the front.
2: But that's the thing. Well, he said but, he didn't get a look.
3: Well, that, but, I mean, since it had the big lace wings, yes, that's how they describe it. But I couldn't even understand like what it turns into. But it's the most ugly thing. When I just think about it, I it's so <laughs> ugly. I don't even want to think because I it, hate them. Any insect.
2: Yeah, oh. They have do have big man or pinchers on the front. Yeah, Does you know that what? come from a Helgramite?
3: Well, I don't understand what that is.
2: That's something that lives in the water yeah, and metamorphoses into an adult. In okay.
3: A, but does this thing fly, then, this bug? Does that fly?
2: Oh, you bet it does. Okay,
3: because you know what? There was a cardinal watching me when I was looking at it, and I think it was sort of like couldn't fly because of the wing or something because when I flew away, the cardinal went there and ate it, got, grabbed it.
2: That's good. He saw food. Yeah. Could okay. I, I You might have the right idea, Dobson fly. Mm-hmm. We'll check it out. Thanks so much, okay. Rose.
3: Thank you, doctor. Uh-huh. Bye.
2: Bye-bye. Let's go to Joe calling us from Mannheim. Good morning.
8: Hi. Uh, on the fig trees. Yes. Uh, my wife and I have three fig trees. And every November around Thanksgiving, we cut back all of the old teens, leave the three youngest, cut them to four feet high, wrap them in yep. R-19 insulation, uh, put a plastic bag with balls uh, at the base.
2: Hold it once. R-19 insulation. D- Doesn't that break down in weather?
8: Well, what I do is cover it with a blue tarp. Gotcha. Good. that keeps the water out. Yep. And then the dieback depends on the severity of the winter. This year, of the nine canes, I had to cut back uh, eight of them. But that decreases the amount of uh, dieback, and then you get more figs. Uh, A website that uh, you're aware of would... If he took a picture of the fig he got, send it to them at the treesofjoy. dot com. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah,
8: and uh, he may be able to identify the kind of fig.
2: Yeah, and and again, those figs are not winter hardy here. They're no, just that's not. Why I them. Yeah, I know. I, he said his has died, but I was surprised. He said his died back to the ground and still got a fruit.
8: Oh yeah, that 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 can happen. Yeah. But uh,
2: but he that's why I was saying he should protect it somehow.
8: Yeah, take the three canes, tie them together, wrap the insulation. Blue tarp, not clear plastic.
2: Because that can absorb heat?
8: Uh, yeah, the uh, trees of joy will ex- explain what happens with that, but I think that's the case.
2: Good enough. Thanks so much, Joe. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Bye-bye, my friend. Bye. Let's go to Trudy calling from Littitz. Good morning.
10: Good morning. I have a problem with my tomatoes I've never had before. And all the years I've grown tomatoes.
2: What's the matter? I have matter?
10: White flies on them. Huh. And I, I don't want to spray them with any, you know, I don't put any chemicals on my...
2: No, but you, there are a couple of things you could use. Remember, insecticidal soap or anything with that. neem. Yeah. But there is another thing. They are attracted to the color yellow. And many uh, nursery garden centers, you can buy yellow plastic uh, strips on a little piece of, uh, let's say, metal. Like you put in the ground, put that on. It has a sticky substance on. So when the insects fly, they're caught on the sticky yellow plastic whatever. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to spray anything.
9: Oh,
10: that's.
2: So good, and um, I've tried that, and for me at least, it has worked. Okay. What kind of tomatoes you're growing?
10: Well, red. I don't know. Not any particular variety. Oh, not a know. particular just, variety. No, I just go to Roots Market and buy uh, whatever you know. Well, that's I a good place to buy.
2: go to get them. Yes. <laughs> uh, been, do you, do you have any other real- plants in your any other uh, vegetables in your garden?
10: Uh, green beans. Oh, good. And they don't seem to be on the green beans. Good. But but they did fly. (laughs) I was so annoyed by it, I had the hose, and I sprayed them with the hose. Good. That's not going to do anything.
2: Oh, it will. All
10: over over my house and onto my um, other, my flowering plants.
2: (laughs) Oh, they could be a real pain. Check out those strips. we got to run.
9: Okay. Thanks
2: for calling. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, according to Sam, our time is over for another week, and I'll believe her it is. Well, do stay cool if you can this week. Remember, don't mow the lawn if you don't have to if you haven't had rain. And we'll get rain soon enough. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Till next week, my friends, pleasant gardening.